Citizens of Hawkins, grab your top three favorite episodes of Stranger Things because it's time to go into the Upside Down. What's going on, Demo Dudes and Demo Dudettes? Welcome back into the Upside Down, the bi-weekly, monthly, yearly, we don't know at this point, podcast where we talk everything stranger things i'm your host damien and with me as always is the guy who got fired for letting a small girl steal egos from his grocery store the great scott ahoy how did you know about that it was all over the hawkins post oh man i gotta take this up with nancy maybe have her <laughs> edit it out next episode come on nancy drew <laughs> i wanted the- mustard on my hamburger <laughs> <laughs> i got a real big case for you the case of the missing mustard. <laughs> Dude, it, it's been a while. So, uh, guys, for everyone out there, of course, as always, thank you for the support, the listens, the follows, the likes on all of our socials, into the Upside Down pod on Instagram, into underscore Upside Down on Twitter, into the Upside Down pod at gmail.com. If you want to drop us a line, we will read it on the air live or when we record but yeah we haven't done an episode since our interview with grant goodman of course just want to thank grant again because that was such a fun conversation i've listened to it a couple times and it was just it flowed it felt very organic it was just a good time and he was a great guest to have on the show and we really appreciate him once again for that thank you grant goodman for being on our last episode it was amazing to have you on the show and we learned so much about behind the scenes of Stranger Things, and you were hilarious, made us all laugh so much. So thank you. Um, and we did get an email, Damien, from a listener. Ooh, yes, nice. Email. Thank you to Karen, one of our listeners. She sent in an email about Grant's episode, and I'll just Sweet. read it off to you. She said, OMG, Grant definitely deserves more scenes and praise. Just seeing his facial expressions made me crack up and hope to see him in season five. And we definitely want to see him in season five as well. So thank you, Karen, for the for the message. Yeah, Karen, thank you so much. Like, gee, dude, we got our first email. I'm so I'm like really super stoked about that. And and it was a great email too. And and we totally agree. I want to see him in season five for sure. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't know how life goes back to normal, but I would love to see some Hellfire Club with Dustin looking over the sheep or looking after the sheep. So um, we totally agree with you, Karen. And thank you for the email. That's awesome. But yeah, we haven't really done much. It's been uh, been summer break for us a little bit because there is no Stranger Things right now. So, I mean, the biggest piece of news that we got is that they started working on season five, started you know writing season five, um, Woo. which, you know, I'm excited about. And, you know, we still have two years, but things are going to come out as they come out. And I'm pretty excited to hopefully get some glimpses of stuff once they uh, get everybody on set, maybe even like some table read stuff. It's just going to be fun. And, you know, now we just have two years of speculation and just kind of sitting here on our hands waiting for season five, the final season to come out. So we thought we would do some uh, different ideas for episodes here. And today's episode is going to be our top three favorite episodes from seasons one through four, just three. Of Stranger Things. And the cool thing about this is usually we always discuss what we're going to talk about and kind of know where we're going. Today, we didn't swap our uh, top threes with each other. So we could have the same exact three. We could have three totally different ones. Um, but we're going to, you know, go 
three, two, and then one being our favorite. Um, why we like that episode in particular, and then also, uh, you know, some cool things like trivia regarding the episodes, IMDb rating and, and things like that. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, without further ado, Scott, how's your summer been? It's been great. Uh, thank you for asking. I just got back from a nice uh, vacation down at the Jersey Shore. Um, there was plenty of Stranger Things merchandise. Uh, out on the boardwalk um my uh, in-laws did purchase me for my birthday a stranger things sweatshirt so i uh i was wearing it proudly on the boards down there in ocean city so it was great man How, how's your summer been <laughs> flying by man but the one thing i do like now is that like we're turning the corner and getting into fall and like, fall is fall and christmas time are like my favorite times of the year like i love summer but also i love being able to wear a sweatshirt and shorts at the same time, like not like dying of sweat. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to fall and you know, looking forward to Halloween and all that good stuff. But summer's been good. Summer's been really good. Got myself a Stranger Things tattoo, which you guys could see on our TikTok. And that was pretty much it. Yes, Went to the shore so once, awesome. got, got some boardwalk pizza, a little, a little Max, a little Sam's, which was good. Ooh. And now we're getting gearing up for football season, which is always good. Ah. Uh. Man, things will be cooling down. Football is ready to kick off. You have a tattoo. What a year. 2022. <laughs> it's our year. I can feel it. 22, baby. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. I'll let you go first, Scott. So we're going to go three, two, one. Um, so your top three, number three, favorite episodes, Stranger Things, all time to date. What do you got? This is a, a very tough choice. Um, I just want to say that up front. So I have many favorite episodes, but I'm going to say my number three is from the OG season one, chapter four, The Body. And I have a couple reasons for this. Um, nice. Before before chapter four came out, obviously, I was a huge Stranger Things fan in the three hours that I binged it really quick in July of 2016. Um, but I, I think that this episode really confirmed it because the episode before this, we had the Christmas light scene and I was like, wow, this show is really different. It's fresh. It's amazing. Um, but I, I was like, is Will still alive? We haven't really seen visual confirmation or we haven't really heard him speak. I'm like, I, I just don't understand what was happening. But this episode, I think, really confirmed that in a big way. Um, Eleven using her powers made us hear Will singing through the radio, and then Joyce actually saw him through the wall um, when she's sitting there with her axe. Um, so that was an, an amazing scene. Um, seeing that all simultaneously, okay, like this is confirmed, but Will is dead. Like we saw his body before, and that leads us to Hopper in the morgue. So I mean, when he put that knife right into Will's chest and pulled out that stuffing from him. That like that was the moment, and my vision of the show went from here all the way out to here. Like yep. there were so many possibilities with the show. I was already hooked before, but I think that moment I was all in on Stranger Things. Um, just I mean, amazing. And that is a really good episode, and I love the the music use in that episode too. Um, and yeah, the whole body thing that was such a curveball the first time I watched because you know you're thinking, okay, it's just supernatural stuff, and then you're like, okay, well some kind of monster didn't stuff a fake body of Will Byers and like pretend like he's dead and then stuff it in the morgue. So like, and then you're like, there's more layers to this. There's a lot of com complexity to this. There's other stuff going on. People know more than what we know at this point. So that was just such a good episode and really suspenseful and 
sad until Hopper discovered like, okay, this is a cover up. Something's going on here. Uh, so I really like that. That's a really good number three. So for, for chapter four, the body of season one, it was an 8.9 out of 10 on IMDb. And uh, just a little fun fact, um, which I'm sure a lot of our viewers know, but um, Sean Levy, who is the executive producer of Stranger Things um, and also a director of many episodes, he actually directed this episode and makes a cameo appearance in the episode. He's actually one of the morgue workers uh, for Rowan County Coroner. Um, and and I, I didn't notice that, of course, the first time watching it, maybe even the right. second time. But <laughs> now like when Duffer I go back, brothers, like who? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, never even heard of these guys. But now <laughs> when I go back on rewatches, I'm like, oh, my God, that's Sean Levy right there. He's in the show, too. How many things can this guy do? How many roles does this guy have? <laughs> I bet that. Yeah, that that's that's pretty cool that he was in there. Um, I didn't even know that either. Now I want to go back and rewatch that one again to see um, the morgue scene and see him in there, which I think is pretty neat. Definitely. So I I will just a spoiler alert. Don't have anything from season one. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I like it was that. hard, man. It was really hard. I, and this, this just gave me a reason to go back and like rewatch pretty much everything I could um, to like make this list. But my number three, probably a little unconventional, probably not everyone's favorite is from season two, chapter two, trick or treat freak. Oh, I love season two. Okay. So and this got a 8.3 on IMDb. Actually, a lot of season two was kind of, um, uh, you know, season one, you're seeing strong nines all around season three, season four, nines. Uh, season two had a lot of eight point this eight point that uh but i like this episode because it was very lighthearted in the terms of like will you know obviously there is that trauma that will has and like the vision of the mind flare when they're trick-or-treating but i love the whole ghostbuster sequence um i thought it was just so funny like everyone's mom's taking pictures of them they just like some of them are into it like dustin's into it he's all fired up lucas is into it he's all fired up <laughs> and mike's just like i want to go like just just please <laughs> let me go to school i just want to go to school and then the whole thing fighting over who's going to be bankman and, <laughs> and like them going back and forth with that um i love this was like peak bob newbie for me as well Cause he's got the whole, I hope it doesn't suck line. And he's dressed up as Dracula, like just getting into the spirit. And then of course, one of the best lines ever, pure fuel, <laughs> pure fuel. Woo. <laughs> I'm so glad that line came back around in the finale with Nancy saying it. Amazing. Now, John of course, Christian. Our yeah, our friend didn't even tell us he was in the show, and of course it's not him, but it looks exactly like him. Like I, you couldn't, you could put those two people next to each other, and we wouldn't be able to tell them apart. <laughs> oh my gosh, it it cracks me up though, man. Um, and then some really cool stuff. So, uh, trivia wise, I you know I looked up trivia for my top threes because I just wanted to like find out stuff that I didn't even know about these episodes. And one cool thing I I saw here, so. The video camera that Bob's using and also will is the JVC GR C1, which, if you're an eagle eyed viewer, would recognize the same model that is used by Marty in Back to the Future. Oh, no way. Really? So, whenever, yeah, whenever they can tie Stranger, like once again, another 80s, like that's the most obscure thing, unless you're like die hard into technology where you would know that. Like that was just something that I read that I thought was. Super duper cool. Um, 
And then I do like the, you know, the callbacks, of course, with Stranger Things. Um, when Elle wants to go trick-or-treating, she puts on a ghost outfit so she won't be seen, which is pretty much the same thing E.T. wears during Halloween in that movie. And that was um, just two little snippets of trivia about uh, trick-or-treat freak. I, I just really like the lightheartedness. I thought Max was hilarious scaring the kids in the Michael Myers mask. <laughs> they hit up the rich neighborhood for, for all the good candy, just like we would as kids. And um, yeah, that's my number three an awesome pick that is such a great episode you're right so many funny moments and um i love the uh the trick-or-treating of course max and uh and the michael myers uh mask comes back around with with eddie munson in season four which we know we love so i really yes. love how they brought that around full circle all right dude so those were our number threes let's hear your number two Speaking of season two, like you just mentioned, maybe my favorite season, uh, very tough choice between two and four, but I'm going to go with season two, chapter nine, the gate, which was the finale of season two. Okay. And uh, I like it. Yes. Yes. And, and I mean, it was a fantastic finale all the way through um, and it wrapped up so many storylines, bringing them all together simultaneously at the very end. But I think one of the main reasons that I want to pick this episode is, of course, the snowball um, and just so many awesome <laughs> moments from there. Dustin getting turned down from all the girls and eventually dancing with Nancy. That was something that, you know, I've been brewing since season one when he brought her pizza in the very first couple minutes of the show. Um, Will got to dance with somebody, um, even though she called him zombie boy. Like, come on, man. But he danced with her nonetheless. Um, Lucas and Max have a kiss, which Max yep. looked probably she looked the happiest I've seen her probably throughout the entire three seasons she's been in, in that very 100%. moment. <laughs> and of course, 11 walking through the door, dancing with Mike. Um, and they bring their storyline full circle from Mike inviting her to the snowball in, in season one as well. And, and them having a kiss uh, with each other. Um, so I just absolutely love the snowball scene. Um, and then when it's all over and the camera slowly starts flipping upside down, yes, I'm getting that feeling again. Like I could, I have that anxiety <laughs> in the pit of my stomach, like, uh oh, what, what are we going to see here? And when that shot finally flips over and you see the mind flare, just huge towering over the school, looking down on them. I was like, oh, my God, like I, I could feel how nervous I was and but totally excited <laughs> for for what was to come. Um, such an awesome way to end that that season. And uh, I did I did have a few uh, trivia moments here. Um, so the Sweet. episode, uh, it was rated a nine point three out of ten on IMDb. So deservedly so for sure. Very much so. Yeah. Um, a little bit higher than than my number three pick. Um, and then also just some fun facts. Um from that that episode the the sequence with hopper 11 and the demo dogs that was happening simultaneously with the kids in the tunnel and also will in the cabin um it took them 20 hours to edit that scene which was only 30 to 45 seconds long wow so i thought that was incredible as a uh, as a video nerd myself that they spent 20 <laughs> hours editing a scene that was less than one minute long um, just because God. of all the special effects and visual effects they had to add into, right. into that short sequence. Um, and then another, speaking of special effects, um, when Eleven and Hopper go down into the rift 
um, and Hopper shooting the demo dogs and, and Eleven's closing the gate. That was pretty much 100% visual effects there. So they had to film that one scene for a day and a half. Um, and they said that um, it was very difficult because Millie was being lifted in the air. Um, David was firing a shotgun very loudly. The cage was shaking. Millie thought she was going to throw up. Um, but nevertheless, <laughs> the Duffers uh, said they were very happy with how it turned out. And, and so was I. Uh, obviously, I loved it as well. Jeez, man. I, 20 hours to edit. Like, I put like a Lego in the wrong spot and I'm like, I give up. I hate this. <laughs> like, that's crazy, man. That's just like the dedication though. And, and it paid off. Like that was such a good episode. Um, really, really good episode. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I gotta agree. It's a good one. It didn't make my top three, but it is a really good episode. The suspense, the tension, everything going on. And uh, yeah, the, the final scene at the dance was just so cool. And then, of course, like no one can ever be happy in Hawkins. The freaking mind flayers got to hang over the gym and watch everybody like, I don't know. Poor Henry, man. Maybe maybe no one uh, no one danced with him at his school dance. And that's what that's what made him break bad. Who knows? <laughs> Did Papa ever allow a, uh, <laughs> <Eat>. a dance <laughs> back in the, uh, in the lab? Wake up, eat, sleep, slow dance reproduce die no wonder he was so angry like he missed the slow dance part of that <laughs> i love it all right so we are going um my zoom what's going on my zoom here oh there we go um all right so my number two is from season three chapter eight battle of starcourt yes just because, you know, Bruce finally gets his mustard because they're in the food court. So I thought that was a really great full circle moment for his character. Um, <laughs> actually, no, he wasn't even part of that. Or he did make it back. Yeah. Um, but no, Battle of Starcourt was just epic. Like we had, you know, all of our characters just spread out. You know, we had Joyce and Murray and Hopper and Alexi uh, and the Todd father and then we had the kids trying to figure out what's going on here with Billy and, and Elle and, and like just so much suspense in there. But I just loved the fireworks scene, just throwing fireworks at the mind flayer. Obviously, never ending story, like just stuck in everybody's heads after that episode. The really sad ending with Hopper. We think he's dead. And then, of course, we get that end credit scene or post credit scene in Kamacha, where he's in the prison cell, or at least the American is in the prison cell, which we found out, you know, months later was Hopper. Uh, and that was just, it was so cool. Um, I, I love the idea of having the final battle be at a mall and them just like having the high ground, the low ground, um, cars tossing all over the place, like everyone's back together. And it was just so cool for me. Um, now in regards to IMDb for this one, this actually got a 9.2 out of 10 uh, and season three actually had some pretty strong scores on there. But um, this, uh, this episode in terms of some uh, trivia for you guys actually won an Emmy for outstanding sound editing for a comedy or drama series. Um, there's Lord of the Rings references always plastered throughout stranger things, but Weathertop, where they go to speak to Susie, they, you know, the highest point where they can reach the frequency that they need. Uh, Weathertop is also from Lord of the Rings. Really, really cool stuff. Uh, Kamachka was actually one of the territories in the board game Risk, 
which saw a resurgence of popularity in the 80s, which is obviously the same time that Stranger Things is set. And then uh, talking about cameos, so Kyle Dixon and Michael Steen, or Stein, the composers for the series, obviously one of the best theme songs ever, actually appear in the video store. Just really, really cool. I really liked the whole uh, like aesthetic of fighting in the mall. Another, another trivia thing too. So when Max and L are like, you know, trying to escape from Billy in the hallway, that was pretty much almost like a, a complete, not shot for shot, but um, very reminiscent of the Terminator, which had a similar scene as well with the hallway chase. So just all kinds of cool little things uh, sprinkled in there from uh, 80s pop culture. But yeah, my number two, season three, chapter eight, Battle of Star Courts. What an ending, man. Like, I mean, Hop, thinking Hopper's dead and then cutting to that, you know, post-credit or mid-credit scene with the American and, and then the Demogorgon coming out of, of the bottom. Like, what were your thoughts, like your initial reactions? Like, I remember as Elle was reading that letter, I thought, like, is Hopper still out there? Like, we didn't see a body. So, I don't know. Maybe I was thinking too much into it. But, I mean, what were your thoughts? Dude, I was, when she was reading the letter, like, you know, I have a daughter and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I, you know, I binged it all um, when it dropped the day it dropped. And uh, I, I went back later that night and rewatched that. And I was just like, oh, man, like I was like, I, I, they, there's no way they could kill him off. Right. There's no way they could do it. And, um, you know, I know that there's there's untouchables and it typically seems to be the main characters because the newer characters, when they get introduced, you're almost certain to get killed off at some point. But yeah, I mean, when she was reading that letter, that just like completely gutted me. And I was just like, how would they ever find him? And then, you know, we see what happens, obviously, in season four. Because um, for years, everyone's like, he jumped into the upside down. And he ended up in Russia, which would have been cool instead of him just like being knocked out on the ground. And they come down there and they're like, what are you doing here? And they just take him. Um, but either way, I was just glad Hopper was alive because like, you know, until we got that um, railroad scene, what, in 2020, like, we didn't know what was going on. Like, we had no idea. And we did assume that he was gone because the Duffers don't, you know, don't hold back and they won't pull any punches. So I, I was like, I guess he's really gone. <laughs> but yeah, he's not. He's here. And they better not do anything to him in season five. <laughs> they better keep their damn hands off of him. <laughs> Great call, though, man. Like, that was an awesome episode. I, I probably would have had that on mine as well. Um, spoiler alert, it wasn't my number one, but um, awesome choice. And I think maybe my favorite from season three, definitely one of my tops uh, of the whole series as well. Sweet, sweet. All right, so you're up next, man. All right, so this will be my my numero uno, number one. <laughs> Gentlemen! <laughs> so my number one, is from Stranger Things 4, the most current okay. season. Uh, it is maybe the same one that Damien picked. We'll see. It is Chapter 7, The Massacre at Hawkins Lab. Ooh. Oh, no, he is shaking his head. I Look love at that. We were, we were close, man. I thought you were going to say, um, I thought you were going to say Season 2, uh, you know, The Lost Sister, but you came in with Season 4 instead. So we don't have the same top episode which is great yeah that's a great point um the lost sister was actually my fourth uh, on the list but i just missed it for, for it, this. it was my eighth on the list because eight uh get hit eight <laughs> eight collie eight is she coming back 
<laughs> we don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Dude, good call, man. That that episode was just nuts. <laughs> Not everything. Go, just you go talk about it because I I could I could do a whole podcast on just that episode. I think. <laughs> yeah, we may have to come back and do a full podcast um, and on the Lost Sister as well, but. <laughs> This, this, the massacre at Hawkins lab, I think it really combined everything. Like I thought, wow, it was so creative and funny. Like when the kids are talking through the light bright and even Dustin, like when Nancy's spelling out guarded and he has the G-U-A-R, he's just like, guar? <laughs> like, it's just so random and funny. Um, and then it just goes right into being intense with a Demogorgon fight. And then, you know, seeing the kids riding their bikes, one of the coolest shots I've ever seen in television yes, with the camera so cool. flipping over top of them and going into the upside down. Um, and then we get to the end, which I've talked about a lot on our podcast. Maybe my favorite scene in all of Stranger Things was um, first one taking out the military police, which I remember, you know, we kind of thought we had talked about, hey, one and this friendly orderly is probably Vecna. But in that right. moment, I just suspended my disbelief. It was like watching pro wrestling. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and enjoy it. And <laughs> it was awesome. When he when he got his powers back and took out those military police, um, I just had chills. Like that was seven o'clock in the morning or whatever. And I had <laughs> so many goosebumps. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. He's probably Vecna, but who cares? This is an awesome scene. And then a few minutes later, um, when him and Eleven have that showdown, it was just completely epic. The music, it was thrilling. Um, they're going at it. Eleven versus Vecna or one or Henry, Peter, whatever the hell this guy's name is. It was such an <laughs> awesome reveal. Um, when she sends him into the upside down, I was like stunned. Um, and just an hour and 45 minutes jam packed um, from start to finish. Just absolutely awesome. Um, I checked the IMDB rating and I think... If, if our friends at the Scoops Ahoy podcast are correct, I believe this is the highest rated episode in all of Stranger Things. It's a 9.6 out of 10. Um, so it's awesome. And um, just a few uh, fun facts that I uh, found. I'm sure many of you know that Mike, Will, and Jonathan um, aren't in this episode. Um, so it was actually the first episode in all of Stranger Things that Mike did not appear in. Um, and it leaves one other character of the show that is in every episode so there's only one character that's been in every episode of stranger things and i wanted to ask if you know who that is or if you'd like to take a guess every episode yes joyce no not joyce no every episode wait it, who was the who was the first uh, who was so, the person yeah mike so i guess mike had been in every episode up until then um and then he missed it Okay. So um, one remaining. L. No, not L. What? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Hopper. No. Nope. Not Hopper. It's weird. Like season four, there was a few episodes here and there where certain characters weren't in it at all, but there was one. I'm really trying to think now. Dustin. Yes. Yeah. Henderson. <laughs> you kept the job. I kept the job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you you might think, hey, like Dustin wasn't in our favorite episode, The Lost Sister, uh, but actually he did appear in that episode, but it was archival footage. But I think Elle was remembering, um, you know, some times that they had together. And then she was also, um, 
I think seeing some things that were happening at Hawkins, you know, simultaneously. So he technically Jeez. did appear, although it wasn't live during that episode. Well, you know, that's, that kind of reminds me of like what Grant was saying when we talked to him, like, because that like poster of the Hellfire Club was like, he got credit for being in the episode. So, I mean, you know, if you, if you're in a picture and you're in the episode, there you go, baby. <laughs> 86, baby. Pay me some cash, <laughs> daddy. All right. So, I mean, I already said my, my number one season two, the lost sister. Um, I mean, what can I say about this episode? (laughs) Absolutely nothing because it's not my number one. My number one is season four, chapter four, dear Billy. Woo. Good. Because out of all of these, and I I did look up the IMDB and it's a 9.5. So it is like right there, uh, right behind the massacre at Hawkins Lab. But uh, this is the probably for me, the one episode of Stranger Things that I wish I could go back and rewatch for the first time, because I just remember like, geez, it was probably I think I, I got into that episode probably around like seven in the morning at, at that point. Um, but I was just on the edge of my seat. You had like Max's time is pretty much up and, you know, she's making her peace with everybody. And you're like, wow, like this, they're going to do it. They're going to kill her. This is it. And then of course we have the huge scene with running up that hill, escaping Vecna, which wasn't done by Fred and it wasn't done by Chrissy. So, um, you know, it was just, it was pretty incredible to see that. And obviously Patrick too, but um, just the music, the drama, the intensity of the episode, you know, going back and rewatching it, it's amazing. It's, it's so, so good, but uh, to go back and watch it for the first time, like I never saw it before is something that obviously we can't get back, but it was just so good. Um, and yeah, that's, that's by far, you know, we'll see what happens with season five, but by far dear Billy is my favorite stranger things episode. Dude, that, the, the gang just worked together so cohesively. Like you have Nancy and Robin trying to figure out how to save Max. They figure it out. Then you have Henderson and Lucas and Steve trying to scramble to get the music. I mean, like everyone did their part to save Max's life, man. And, and I totally agree. I remember sitting on the edge of my seat, literally Katie walked in, took a picture of me sitting like this, staring. I was <laughs> chewing my nails so hard that I chipped part of my tooth off. No joke. Literally. There's a piece of my tooth missing from my <laughs> mouth because I was so anxious and biting my nails. But yeah, oh you're right. Like, gosh. I wish I could go back and see it for the first time. Oh, man. And, and there's just, I mean, in, in terms of trivia and stuff, I mean, there's just, there's so much. And obviously the biggest one, is, you know, running up that hill just had a complete resurgence. But um, there was some stuff about, uh, you know, Kate Bush in general that I didn't really know. And I found this out. So um let me see so after being featured in the episode uh you know obviously her song just like blew up and became crazy but she actually has three guinness world records now the oldest female artist to reach number one longest time taken for a single to reach number one with with it being 37 years (laughs) and the longest gap between number ones um because yeah, that you know, she had she had other hits and stuff like that, but uh, just just so crazy. Um, they you know, Victor Creel, the Creel House in the flashback is is kind of like a homage the way they shot it to Pet Cemetery. 
Nancy had a poster of Tom Cruise in her bedroom wall. And this took place, obviously, in 1986, the year that Top Gun came out. But also, this portion of the season premiered on the same day that Top Gun Maverick came out in theaters. So I thought that was kind of interesting that, um, you know, obviously, that little Top Gun thing, I don't doubt that was intentional, but maybe coincidental. It was still um, still pretty cool. And then uh, one other one I noticed, too, um, Robert England obviously was awesome in his appearance, and we maybe we'll see him in season five. I don't know. But um, when he's talking about how his family was killed, there was a flashback that shows a kid sliding down a rocket ship slide. And that is actually the same slide that was in New Nightmare from 1994, where Robert England portrays both himself and Freddy Krueger in the movie. So just that little attention to detail to the Nightmare on Elm Street series, I thought was really cool. Wow, it's so awesome that they put these little Easter eggs all throughout every episode um, and tie it back to the 80s and, and maybe even 90s in some case, but so cool to, to find those out. And guys, like, you know, we think we're eagle-eyed viewers, but uh, IMDb, you go on there and just look up stuff. It is so cool how much trivia they have for every single episode of Stranger Things. And like that rocket ship slide, like I had no idea. And I've seen New Nightmare, but I haven't seen New Nightmare in a long time. So I would never piece that together. But the fact that they're like, hey, we got Robert England, like, let's just do this little random Easter egg from a random Freddy Krueger movie and see if people pick up on it. So I just, I love that they have that attention to detail and that care and that creativity to just kind of throw these things in there. Um, but yeah, Dear Billy, that, that was my number one. And that was our, our top threes. Um, I almost feel like we should have done top five, but it would have been hard. Top three was already hard for me, dude. I'm like, I was sitting there. I'm like, ah, I like this here. But maybe I'll move this one up. I don't know. If we did a top 10, my head would explode. <laughs> no chance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got we top 10. You'd be able to cover, cover pretty much all the heavy hitters. I think we would have probably the same top tens, maybe just different order. But yeah, man. And, you know, we have 35 episodes. Um, we don't really know how many more we're getting for season five. I would assume they're going to stick around the same number. You know, uh, maybe they go into double digits like that would be insane. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, this list most likely will change for me, at least when season five comes out. But I still think that uh, Dear Billy it would be somewhere in my top three. It was just such a good episode and uh, just like the probably the most talked about thing for a month and a half in between the two splits for, uh, for the show. So yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> we all became Kate Bush fans during that month hiatus and we still are. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. Cause like that, that just launched like everything. And it was like, what's the song that's going to save you from back now? And it was all over TikTok, and people are still posting stuff and, um, people are getting like Vecna Halloween costumes now and making videos and, and everything. So, I mean, the cultural impact of the episode I thought was awesome just because, the music, the music's always been at the heart of Stranger Things. So uh, I really enjoyed it, but we'll see. We'll see if anything changes on this list when season five comes out. Definitely, man. Yeah, you're right. I think it definitely could change. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I hope it does. I hope we get some action packed episodes that slide into the, the top three. Um, just, just to recap though, I'll say real quick. So my, my top three were coming in at three was Stranger Things one chapter four, the body. And then number two was Stranger Things 2, Chapter 9, The Gate, which was the finale of season two. And then my number one was Stranger Things 4, Chapter 7, The Massacre at Hawkins Lab. 
Nice. And yeah, my three. So season two, chapter two, trick or treat freak <laughs> season three, chapter eight, the battle of star court and number one, the heavy hitter season four, chapter four, dearest William. <laughs> Remember that time it said William or Billy, I guess in the trailer and, <laughs> and I overanalyzed that for a month. <laughs> Cause I was like, look, it says Billy. Now it says William. It's oh no. And they were like, yeah, we, we messed up. Like, sorry. <laughs> I was like, Oh, <laughs> great. Oh, thanks. I only spent 42 hours analyzing this with a microscope. <laughs> <laughs> years of academy training wasted <laughs> but this was fun man uh you know we, we got a couple ideas um you know kind of churning in the old scoops ahoy ice cream maker that we're uh we're thinking about doing for episodes it's gonna be tricky man but yeah we got some ideas that we're thinking of for future episodes obviously because we don't have anything really new to talk about um, we can always do a little bit of a news segment as stuff starts trickling in, um, maybe even do an episode on the books, because um, for me, I didn't read the books. And that's something I definitely want to do and kind of discuss them a little bit. Um, anything I can do to build out the Stranger Things lore and, and you know learn more about the characters and things like that is definitely worthwhile for me. So maybe we do an episode on the books. I mean, there's we have a ton of possibilities out there. And obviously, we do want to get more guests on the show, um, whether it be you know, listeners like you, if you guys would like to be on the show, hit us up on our socials, hit us up at our Gmail. Definitely let us know into the upside down pod at gmail.com into underscore upside down on Twitter, into the upside down pod on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, shoot us a message and let us know you want to be on the show. Like we love talking stranger things. And even though we we're on a little bit of a hiatus, we still talked about it. I still watched it. I still looked up stuff on it. Uh, so if you guys want to hop on and chat with us about the show, talk about your favorite things, least favorite things, whatever, uh, go ahead, hit us up. And we would love to have you on the show. And we're hoping to uh, maybe get some other guests as well. Uh, there's, you know, a lot of different possibilities out there. So we'll see. Definitely. And if our listeners have any ideas or, or any thoughts on what you want to hear from us, um, please let us know. If you have a great idea about what you want us to talk about, just just drop us a line and uh, and we'll talk about it. Um, we're looking for for ideas. So thank yeah. you uh, to, to all of our listeners out there for sticking with us. And uh, and thank you for all of our, our reviews as well. We really appreciate when you give us a review on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. 100%. Like, you know, guys, any review, five star, anything you guys can give us is good because it that actually just helps the uh, the algorithm, as I like to say, and gets us out there to more people so we can keep building up the community of Stranger Things fans and go from there. And, um, you know, if you have ideas for an episode, uh, don't say top three Henry Creel hairstyles. We already got that one in the mixer ready to go. So we will come back with that one at some point. Never. <laughs> I like bald. I think bald is probably his best one. But Hard comb me. over, a uh, little bit longer, messy, bald. <laughs> that's pretty much it. There it is. Uh, viney. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I guess that, that wraps it up on our top threes. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. You know, we're trying to figure out what to do here. And we want to obviously put out thoughtful content, not just put out a podcast to put out a podcast with nonsense and want to make it worth your while worth your time listening and you know in regards to today's episode hit us up and let us know what are your top three episodes do you agree with our list did you have some of the same did you have the exact same order because uh you know we'd love to hear it so uh, until next time guys that's all we got for you 
Take care, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and all your support. And as always, remember, friends don't lie. See you, nerds.